Let's Talk Sports. Sports Phone with Big Al is live on 1061 ESPN. of reason and the dean of Richmond Radio. Here's Big Al on, on ESPN, 106.1 ESPN. Thank you for tuning in. It's uh, chilly. Well, it's actually pretty cold this morning. 25 degrees in my neck of the woods when I got up and I go rolling on over here. It's about 26 degrees. So, hey, guess what? It's the late fall, late autumn. I have on my computer right now 28 degrees, but the sun's shining. So the sun is shining, and if you could be in the sunshine, then you're not going to feel as cold. Yeah, they, I think they measure the temperature in the shade, generally speaking. So there you have it. Good morning. It's great to be here on a Thursday morning. This is Sportsman on 106.1 ESPN. I am Big Al, and we got the Cub, Al and the Cub, on the other side of the glass. And Kristen Lewis will join us momentarily to talk a little bit of sports. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, it is the the biggest uh, game of the weekend is Dallas-Philly. We'll get to that in a moment. But do remember, today is Pearl Harbor Day. We always remember 9-11. Remember when Kennedy was shot, these big momentous events. Uh, remember when Reagan got shot. Uh, that, that sort of thing. But Pearl Harbor, I'm older, but I'm not that old. 82 years ago today, uh, they had, uh, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. And uh, it's one to remember. It doesn't seem that long ago to me in some ways um, when George H.W. Bush laid a wreath at Pearl Harbor. Uh, on the 50th anniversary, which, of course, was 1991. All right, without further ado, the one and only, the lovely and talented, the queen of traffic in central Virginia, Kristen Lures, the old J, not the old, the old mean O-L-E, not O-L-D, the old J Hawker is with us this morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Yeah, Rock Chalk. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> Everything's <laughs> fine. It's Thursday. And mm-hmm. uh, what's it? Little Friday, some people call it. What do you say? Mm-hmm. It's a, the day before the day before the weekend, something like that. Anyway. Yeah, we say Little Friday around here. We yeah, like yeah. that, too. But we have a lot of people that get confused about that, uh, writing us emails saying it's not Friday. <laughs> so we have to explain it. But, you, uh, yeah. You, you write back and say, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
I was just going to say I heard you talking about Pearl Harbor this morning. So yeah, momentous day. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. It yeah. is certainly a momentous day. It uh, dragged us into World War II for the, I would say, the betterment of the planet that we got involved in the uh, grand scope of things. Um, is we won the Pacific and we won the European theaters, both of those. We helped the Allies, and that was that. And it was good news at the end of the day. Uh, Dallas and Philadelphia are playing this weekend. Oh, okay. You know that that is a uh, that's a big game, uh, mm-hmm. very big game. It's Sunday night, and Philadelphia's ten and two. Now they just got waxed by oh. San Francisco this past Sunday. Uh, 42-19. San Francisco also waxed Dallas, and that was back in um, the Bovine Cartel, early November, 28. uh, Philadelphia beat Dallas at home, 28-23. San Francisco uh, also beat Dallas this year, uh, and that was back on October the 8th, 42-10. So they rolled over the top two teams of the NFC East and three of the top four teams in the NFL. By combined eighty four to twenty nine, so San Francisco looking pretty good. Jeez. But anyway, anyway, Dallas and Philadelphia play. We'll just go ahead and uh, <laughs> give the Super Bowl over to San Francisco. They look great this year. I mean, if they can keep McCaffrey healthy, yes. I mean, it's not only him; they have so many other good weapons. So, yeah, they're looking good. I, I feel happy for Brock Purdy. I'd like to see him win the Super Bowl. I feel like they've been so close for so many years, yeah. and just haven't been able to close the deal. But yes, I did see the game on Sunday with uh, San Francisco and Philly, and that just looked like a different Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia team that we've seen. So, I don't know, a bit of frustration there, but I do think that they could pull it out this weekend against Dallas. Um, They're playing in Dallas. As Mm -hmm. I mentioned moments ago, Dallas went to Philadelphia in the first weekend in November. And the uh, Barking Beagles of Philadelphia topped the Bovine Cartel 28-23. Now, uh, last year, Philadelphia had either number one or two defense. It went, Philadelphia and San Francisco, one was one and one was two in the NFL. Washington, believe it or not. <laughs> I got to laugh, otherwise I'd cry. cry. I know. Cry me a river. Anyway, yeah, the, uh, Washington was third <coughs> last year. This is this year. Uh, right now, Philadelphia's kind of struggling on defense. Mm. Uh, they're not playing as well as they did last year. They're just even in the NFC, they're down to about number 11. Just and that doesn't include the whole NFL. So their defense is struggling. Uh, their offense is doing okay. They're number four yeah. in the NFC. Dallas is number three. So Dallas has won 14 in a row wow. at home. And uh, they've put up 40 points in a row at home, I think, four times. Well, what do I got to think for? I can look it right in front of me and double-check on that stat. They, uh, yeah, 41-45. Uh, they beat Carolina 33. That was on the road. Giants, uh, 49. And the Rams before that, 43. So, last four home games, mm-hmm. they put up an average of about, what, 43 points a game. So, yeah, at home. So, they're smoking. This ought to be a, this ought to be a very good game. I was going to say, you're making some good points. I feel like if you're trying to persuade me to pick Dallas, you've done a good job. But I just don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to let it go by that easy. I don't think he's going to have two losses in a row. I think he's going to get things together. Like you said, offensively, I know defense can win games, but I still think offensively he's going to take it. And also having the confidence knowing that they've already beat them. Yes. I feel that they have that on their back as well. Well, let me let me uh, let me, 
let me tell you, I'm not trying to convince you to pull or pick the Cowboys at all. It's like that old uh, TV show, Dragnet, where uh, Joe Friday, the cop, always said, just the facts, ma'am. So I'm just unloading some facts on you. Uh, Philadelphia has had a good season so far. They had a banana peel game. They lost to the Jets, of all things, back in mid-October in New York. But they've beaten teams with good teams with winning records. Mm-hmm. Dallas, until last Thursday night, a week ago tonight, beat Seattle with the first time they beat a team with a winning record, and that was barely. Seattle was six and five, but you look you look at the uh, uh, at Philadelphia. They they've beaten uh, what uh, teams like? Well, I got here Miami. Uh, which is good. They beat them. They beat Dallas, which had a good record at the time. They beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. Uh, they, so you can see they played a better teams and better schedule in Dallas. So they've got that going for them, as the saying goes. So and the line's anywhere from about one and a half to two and a half on this game. And so it will be just predicted to be a close game. But they've got good wins in the bucket. Dallas only doesn't even have any good wins. So that could prove a difference here. They're playing a different Tiger than they've played all year or the bovine cartel. So we'll see. It'll be fun. I look forward to it. She's still with us? I think we lost her. Yeah, I think we did. I was telling her all about Philadelphia and what they've done. I think we lost her. So, But we've got other things to talk about uh, with her when we get her back. We'll see if we can get her back on the air. Maybe she said to hell with this and hung up on me. <laughs> uh, it would be the first time a woman's ever hung up on me, right? Come on, guys, admit it. You have to. Don't, don't pull away from me. <coughs> we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do. We're efforting to get her uh, back on the phone with us. And we've got her, I think. All right. Chris, are you there? Well, maybe not. Live radio. This is what happened. I'm here oh, for you. you. I'm sorry. Thank you. You are there for me. Thank you. Uh, where did you last year? I was talking about Philadelphia and the good teams they had beaten this year. Yeah, that was it. Uh, uh, I think I lost you right after they. you said they beat Miami. Yeah, they beat Miami. Uh, they beat Dallas, which was there, whatever. They beat Kansas City. They beat Buffalo. So they played tough, good games against teams that are good, whereas Dallas hadn't yet. So we'll see. Rubber meets the road Sunday night, 820 kickoff. And I'm not going to ask you to pick it unless you want to. That's up to you. No, I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I'll, I'll go with uh, that. I will put you down for that. Okay. The, the wise Fine. wisdom of those that grow up in the Midwest. Always respect that. Uh, Washington <laughs> is raising ticket prices next year. Are you kidding me? Where's John McEnroe? I'm in my tracks right now. I couldn't believe that information. Did you see that? <clears throat> I did. I did now. Once you texted to me, I, I couldn't believe it. I gasped when I read that. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a pretty bold move for a franchise that's had a lot of controversy. (laughs) It's not be serious. Love it. Yeah, that's just John McEnroe back when he played. Let's hear that again for you. You cannot be serious. <laughs> oh, my. He yelled at the, at the umpires. Anyway, but they are. They're raising ticket prices, which is, which is I'm not going to say it on the air. It's, let's just say it's brassy. It's just it's just unbelievable that they would do that as, been, as bad as they've been. No new owner. Now, they'll raise ticket prices this year, I believe, and they're mm-hmm. going to do it again next year. You got, I mean, as bad as they've been for so long, they got the nerve to actually raise ticket prices. Uh, I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> And releasing it just before Christmas. I feel like there could be a lot of people that drop this, especially when you look into the stands and you mostly see opposing team fans there with their jerseys on. Like they can't even sit, have a sellout crowd with commanders. Well, you know, you know your onions, don't you? 
That's true. Uh, so we'll see. Well, you got to pay for the full year by mid-January, I think. <clears throat> you pay your taxes in early December. You got Christmas, so you got to turn around and, and, and be buffaloed to buying Redskin, Washington, uh, that is, uh, season tickets in, in mid-January. Timing's poor. And I don't, I don't talk about that. The timing's poor. All right, let's see what else. Jayhawks. Your Jayhawks are doing well. Looking good. 8-1, eight, eight I believe. And, yeah, a lot uh, of talent this year. Yeah, there you go. And uh, a lot of what this year? Talent. Yeah, there you go. I thought you said that. Uh, not only that, but they're number three in the country, about you know where they usually are. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they're they 8-1 and one on the season. A long way to go. We know that. Uh, but, hey, it's kind of cool that they're off and running for your Jayhawks this time of year. Yeah, so we started the season number one, Mm -hmm. which, number one, usually have a target on your back. Uh, Then we fell to number five. So for us, I feel like number five was a bit of motivation. Uh, Kind of exposed some flaws, our loss. And then uh, we had that big game. It was a number four, number five. It was Kansas and UConn. We ended up beating UConn by a pretty decent amount. And we went back now we're number three. That's good, beating UConn. They're good. Defending champs are good. That was a mm-hmm. good win. So eight and one overall. Haven't played a conference game yet. Y'all do that probably starting early January, but off to a good start. Eight and one, and number three in the country. And finally, you know, to wrap it up, sorry to say this one, but both the Rams and the Spiders got oh, beat last oh, oh. night. Uh, the, the Rams at home, and they were doing well. They were leading, but let it get to overtime, and they got beaten overtime, thirteen to eight. They led by four at the uh, at the halftime, and then uh, allowed actually, as you know, four four more points than they scored in the second half. Hence the overtime, and that's a tough one. Virginia's got to play Memphis, I think, their next time out. So they might have had some. I don't know if they're allowed to have coaches at the games or not, but I forget what that rule is. But uh, unfortunately, Rams got beat eighty five eighty in overtime, and the Spiders yeah. lost as well. So out. In, uh, Northern Iowa after leading early. I checked the game early on and they were winning. That's all right. Spiders would go, spiders go, spiders, and they got beat. So Richmond's five and four and the Rams are four and five, but it's early. All right. It's still early. Yeah. Tough losses for the Richmond area. Bummer. Get back on track. There you go. It's late for you, though, to be keeping you this long because you've got traffic to report on. We thank you for that as always. Mm-hmm. I and do. Have a great week. Anything, any, any thoughts you have before you jump off? Oh. I did, and I feel like I lost it. I should have wrote it down. Um, Oh, uh, for Kansas. Kansas has the border showdown, so we're not the same conference as Missouri anymore. They're SEC, and we're Big 12, but it is a border showdown, so I'm looking forward to the rivalry this weekend. Ah. Basketball uh, Saturday. I think it's an afternoon game. Kansas-Missouri. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You're playing Mizzou at five uh, fifteen on Saturday on ESPN, mm-hmm. so you can watch that. Go. And you, as you as you mentioned, uh, they, they, last Friday, December the one, they, that's when they beat UConn sixty nine sixty five. So, yeah, good work there for the uh, for the Jayhawkers. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Don't want to hold you any longer. And look forward to next Thursday. We'll join again. All right, let's do it again. All Have right. a great weekend, guys. You too. Thank you. And that's Kristen Lures, CBS 6. I always forget to say CBS 6, and that's not right. i got to remember to tag it with that as well. Anyway, I was late getting in here, and I was late getting to her with the information. So, anyway, let's take that pause. We will come back. The uh, the big game of the year. Uh, so Well, not it's not the biggest game of the year so far, but uh, but Dallas-Philadelphia may be the biggest game. If Dallas wins, they go to 10-2, and, and then you got to start breaking things down by conference, etc. 
when you do that in, in division wins and conference wins, because if Dallas wins, they'll be one and you know they'll split the, the season series one one. So then you look at go a little further and you look at things from there. So we'll do that. We'll do all the and we'll take your calls. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I want to know who you think will win that game on Sunday, Dallas in Philadelphia, the bovines at home, the eagles flying down probably Saturday. I think that's customary if it's a, unless you're going to the West Coast. So feel free to call in this morning. Who's going to win that game? That is a big game. And the NFC East is big in this area, obviously, um, with Washington, New York, Dallas, and Philadelphia. A lot of Philly fans here. you got giant, a lot of Cowboy fans here. And Washington fans like myself, by this time of the year, we just go, okay, let's start talking college uh, basketball and uh, start a fire and uh, watch hoops and in your uh, start a fire in your house. Don't blow it up like that guy did in Northern Virginia. Anything like what was he? He was firing. Uh, what was he firing? Something. A flame? No, no. What was it? A flare gun. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember now. But he blew his house up. I think he blew himself to smithereens too, didn't he? I'm not sure. I, I just I saw the video. I didn't look into the story. Did you? Did you see that house? Just the way it blew up. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. If he was anywhere in that house, which he was, I believe, he probably were probably picking pieces off the walls. Yeah, if he was in there, I don't know if he he survived that. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not laughing now. I'm just laughing at the way that, that house just blew up. Anyway, another big game, of course, in football. But locally, Ashland is the center of the universe. And I, I tried to get Coach uh, Aruza on, but I never heard back. So I don't think I'm going to get Jeff, or, I mean, uh, Pedro Aruza. I, I want to get him on, but that's not happening, it looks like. Unless I missed a text or an email. <clears throat> which I don't think I did. All right, it's already 8.17. Let's move forward and talk as we go through the day. Uh, college hoops and and Henry, the uh, the game of the weekend in pro football is Philadelphia at Dallas. Stay with us. And it's Greeny, starting at 10 o'clock after Sports Phone with Big Al on 1061 ESPN, streaming live on the iHeartRadio app. It's a beautiful morning. I'm not gonna listen to the whole song here. This thing it, it builds to an ending crescendo. What a, it's a, probably the, I think the best song the Rascals, Young Rascals, Rascals ever did. It's the best song to wake up to for sure. Yeah, and it's a beautiful morning. A little chilly, but it's a beautiful morning. As evidenced by the head to head clothes the shades, unfortunately, because the sun just beams right on in here this time of year. But it'll move. So anyway. Uh, I hate to, I hate to uh, turn away from that. It's just a pretty song. All right, um, I talked about. We're talking about. We will now. We talked a little bit with Chris, Kristen. All right, uh, uh, got a new mouth yesterday. I got to break it in and speak slower so I can say what I'm thinking. We talked with Kristen Lures from CBS Six, which I always forget to say CBS Six. But anyway, uh, the uh, Philadelphia game. Versus the Cowboys. Uh, that is Sunday night. Must see TV Sunday night. No question, no doubt about it. So uh, we take a look. Now, you know, as I said to her, and as you all know, Dallas right now is the number one wild card, nine and three. Their division record is three and one. 
And they get to play Washington again. They play Philadelphia at home. Then they get to play Washington to close the season. At which point, Washington will have the bus warmed up. All the players for Washington will have everything warmed up and ready to roll. You think they're well? They won last year at home, final game, when Sam Howell came in, first game he ever played, twenty six six win over the Bovines. Bovines had something to play for, but as the game wore on, uh, they, it became evident that they didn't have a chance to move up. All right, so Philadelphia's three and zip in the division. <coughs> they are one and zero against the Bovines. Conference play, that is games. In their own conferences, that is hard to believe. That can't be right. Conference games. Dallas is three. No, that, that doesn't. I mean, they played. That's just odd. I'm looking at it on the screen, and they had to have played more than three conference games because they're four and one in their own division. Those are conference games. Something's amiss with that, and I apologize. I have to try and see if I can find a different source on that because they they played. Arizona, they lost that. That was a conference game. They played San Francisco. They lost that. That's two losses in the conference. They played Philadelphia. That's three losses in conference. And they beat Carolina, Washington, Seattle, uh, and the Giants. I'm so, showing six and three in the conference. Thank you. I was trying to count it up as I went. So they're six and three in the conference. That's, I just wonder why that would be such a typo. Uh, on this USA Today uh, website that I'm looking at, how about Philadelphia? They got them four and one in the conference. They've got to be better than that. They're ten and two. They're six and one. They're six and. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Somehow they're. I don't know why it came this. It came out six and one, and then in division, um, Philadelphia is unbeaten. And I kind of got. I know they haven't played the Giants yet, and they have the Giants to play two games at the end of the season. Do the barking Beagles of Philadelphia? So they beat Dallas. They beat Washington twice, and they're playing Dallas again in New York. So yeah, they are three and zip in the division. Uh, Dallas is three and one with a win over Washington, and um, the Bovines have a win over Washington in the division. They beat the Giants once. And uh, lost to Philadelphia, one loss. And they beat the Giants the second time, 49-17. They outscored them 89-17. to So they are 3-1 and one in the division. Only typo it looks like here was the conference record. So thank you for getting that straight. All right, so that allows me to proceed and give you the lay of the land. Now, the barking beagles of Philadelphia are 5-1 away. That one loss, of course, was the banana, banana peel game at the Jets. That truly was. And that was early on. That was, um, well, it was October the 15th. They lost to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, so they're, uh, Dallas is uh, at home, six and zip, as I mentioned. They're 14, they've won their last 14 at home. So that's impressive. They score, the last four home games are north of 40. So that's impressive. But who have they played in those four last games? They put up 40 uh, at home. The Rams, when they were under 500. Uh, the Giants, who've been under water all season. They beat them. They beat Washington with 45. <laughs> and be, the only team they beat in all year with a winning record, Seattle. They beat them at home last Thursday night, a week ago tonight, 41 35. 
Now, Al, does that count? Because once they beat them, they became six and six. So yeah, but when they played them, they were six and five. <laughs> I know. I was just so yeah, around. but you're. I mean, once they lose, that's that. So if Dallas wins, they go to seven and three in the conference. Philly goes to six and two in the. In, I mean, in the conference, yes. In the division, Philly would fall to three and one, and Dallas would improve to four and one. Division trumps conference, as far as I remember. And that's the scenario if uh, Dallas wins. They slap a division loss on Philadelphia. They improve to 4-1. and one. Philly falls to 3-1. and one. and uh, But Philly gets to play the New York Giants twice. But hey, 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 my, my. Dallas doesn't have a tone. They get to play at Washington to wrap up the season. And so I'd say they're going to five and one. Philly's got a good chance at five and one. Then you go, of course, head to head is first. Then you got the division. Then you got the conference, unless I'm mistaken. And uh, right now, <coughs> the conference, if Dallas wins, would be seven three to six and two. And six and two is a better winning percentage, but you have to finish out your conference games. And for Dallas, uh, their conference games are Philadelphia. We got to mark them down if you win. That's their record. They play Detroit and Washington. Detroit at home. At Washington. Philadelphia, uh, with this game Sunday, uh, would then after that play at Seattle. Uh, these are conference games. Seattle, Arizona, New York, Arizona, New York. Now, if they don't go, if Philadelphia doesn't go 3-1, and one, there ought to be an investigation. That, <laughs> an investigation? An investigation. Well, according to the internet, the refs are already helping the Eagles, oh, so it should God, be fine. They, they, been sto- I brought that up on Monday. In the first few minutes of the game, about how horrible the refereeing is. It is. And this is not a, an indictment of all referees and umpires all over the world in all sports. But the NFL, all the money, the number one sport in America, you know, uh, people love it in Europe, uh, they should be embarrassed by the quality of uh, of referee, umpires, the whole bit. Even, even the Kansas City Green Bay game the other on Monday night, when the Packer wrapped the guy up. And I think it was a pass to Kelsey. I'm not sure. It might have been another wide, a wide receiver instead. He wrapped him up before the ball got there. Like last year, in the end zone, a New York Giant, from behind, wrapped up a Redskin receiver. Wrapped him up. I mean, he could have put him in the mail for a Christmas present. He was so wrapped up. I remember that play. In the end zone. And he wrapped him up before the ball got there. Officiating the National Football League is an embarrassment. And eventually, people will say, this is a bunch of horse hockey. Is Colonel... Colonel from from Mash, uh, come on, what's I can't Potter, help you Colonel Mash. Potter. I, say, I can't help you there, Colonel Potter. Well, reruns. I didn't watch it much when it first came on. I was too. I mean, I was young, and I wasn't watching it. But the reruns I enjoyed for a while. Then it kind of gets stale. So anyway, if Philadelphia loses, the best they if they win the next four, they'd be ten and two, which would trump the Cowboys, obviously. Uh, they would be nine and three in conference. Division-wise, uh, the, the barking beagles of Philadelphia would pick up two more wins and go five and one. Dallas play only only one they have left after this week is uh, is Washington, uh, so they go five and one. Head to heads one and one. Uh, d- division would be the same. Conference would go Philadelphia. Now, if Philly wins. We're going to tell you about that when we return, because I just looked at the clock. It's 8.31. So we will return and tell you about if Philly wins the game. And they're capable of winning, but boy, they got pants last weekend by the Niners, didn't they? Woo! We didn't expect that. I didn't, did you? 
Yeah, I expected that. I was waiting on it, anticipating. Oh, yeah. See, I got right. I got to write this on the screen. Allen likes the Seminoles and the Niners. Yeah, man. That's okay. Those are your teams. You stay with them. So there it is. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't. It's a, it's a lot. Don't, of, don't, don't. You take pride. You take pride in who you like. I know it, you do. It's a lot of pain in those teams too, man. I know it's not all. It's not all sugar and, and uh, sunshine. Trust me. Well, San Francisco, the way they beat in Dallas and uh, and Philadelphia uh, in conference, I got see now. Here's again, the, for some reason the conference, maybe they're showing the conference record against the other the other conference and, and, and the uh, NFC versus the AFC. Now, because AFC is all square with theirs, I don't know what San Francisco's conference record is because they got it two and two, and they played more than four games in the conference. They only got five left. That equals nine. <laughs> that doesn't equal the ten, the twelve that you're supposed to play. So I don't know. Uh, their division record it says is three and zero, San Francisco. But the, the, for San Fran's head to head, right now they own the head to head against Philly and Dallas. So if they all end up with a tie, as far as the record goes, then uh, San Fran would own that tiebreaker by virtue of beating them both head to head. All right, stay with us. We're here. We're live. We're talking sports. We shall return, and I'll give you, if Philly wins, what everything looks like between those two in the NFC East and the NFL. Stay with us. I'm Big Al. This is Sports Phone on 1061. And Allen, the Cub, Cub Allen, is on the other side of the glass. The Big Cubby. Stay with us. CN Weather. Hey, good Thursday morning to you. Mostly sunny skies today. Still on the cool side. Highs just in the low 50s. Clear and cool tonight. Low 30s for tomorrow, Friday. Partly sunny skies, but warmer with a high near 60. And that is your forecast from CBS 6, the Weather Authority. I'm meteorologist Tom Patton. Have a great Thursday. Wondering what's on tap this week? Just head to our website and to our This Week on 1061 ESPN Richmond page for a preview of what's to come on 1061 ESPN. Just to give you an idea of what's going on in the wide, wide world of sports. Um, <laughs> the uh, Billy Belichick, I want to throw him at you right now this morning. Um, the <laughs> oh, sweet mama. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is a hard plate of bad food to have to eat. Okra, stewed tomatoes, asparagus, things like that. I, 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 I've gone hungry before, and I'd certainly go hungry then. Because I couldn't eat okra, stewed tomatoes, asparagus. Uh, what else? What, what, what are foods you don't like? Uh, foods I don't like, pretty much all vegetables. Really? Yeah, man, I'm a carnivore. Well, I mean, I'm a carnivore too, but I like some vegetables. Nah, I'm... I'm Plenty of nights sitting at the table. I can't get up until it's eaten, and I fell asleep at the table. <laughs> when you were growing up? Yeah. My father the same way. Yeah. You clean your plate or you eat it for breakfast. Yeah, it was yeah. the worst. Yeah. You know, I had a sister that would somehow sneak it to, a, to one of the dogs. Yeah, we, we put our See, dog I outside. Ate. Yeah, we put our dog outside because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Great memories. Well, my father had been a Marine in World War II. Flew, flew, a Navy trained pilot flew in the Pacific. 
And uh, so, <laughs> you know, you, unless they grew up in the Depression. And so, you know, food was scarce. Yeah. So you clean your plate or you eat it for breakfast. You talk about trying to eat asparagus in the morning and then go face nuns all day long? <laughs> Holy smokes. I mean, <laughs> that's the way it was. Anyway, that what I'm comparing this to, <laughs> we took the long long road out of town on that one, but things like that, stewed tomatoes, okra, cocoa, asparagus. Asparagus are just stringy, aren't they? You don't it's know disgusting. you don't eat vegetables. No, do do you eat salads? Uh, only if I'm forced. Okay. Anyway, this is this is a tough one to swallow. Since Tom Brady left, it's been, uh, you know, four, this is the fourth season since he was there. You know, his last season was 2019, <coughs> before COVID, and his last pass was a pick six as a Patriot. <laughs> That's actually great news. What do you mean? No, but no, here's the here's the bad news. Uh, little Billy Belichick is 27 and 36. That's great news. Yeah. That's 27 and 36. You know, he had lost 36 games before that. 9, 12, 14. Oh, golly. 14, 22, 30. 32. From 2010 through 2019, he only lost 32 games. 3.2 a year. Holy cow. I just did that on the run. All right, in four years, he's lost 36. That's great news. 27 and 36. Here's what, here's what shivers my timbers, as Popeye would say. You ready? I'm ready. You, you, you ready for this? Uh, Sleepy Ron, the cigar store Indian, has been in Washington as long as Brady's been out of, out of uh, Foxborough. I thought I'd throw this little nougat out there for all us long suffering skin, uh, uh, fans of the burgundy and gold. <laughs> Since little Tommy Brady left New England and went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl, little, little Billy, Billy Belichick, 27 and 36. Sleepy Ron, the cigar store Indian, same number of games, 63. They both had a playoff game and lost it. 26, 36 and 1. I would have never expected that. He's got a worse record in Washington than little Billy uh, Belly Chick has in New England. Yeah, I, I, I never really looked at his record going back. I had to go back to you know a total of ten seasons. He only lost thirty two. <laughs> See, I'm looking at that from a different angle. I feel bad for Bill that he's down there with Ron. I expect that from Ron. <laughs> yeah, really. What a bright idea. Let's hire Belichick. That's a blot on Joe Gibbs' record, in my opinion, for, for suggesting that. I think Sleepy Rod just got cancer and gave up the, the drive that's required. I mean, I've had cancer. Somebody knows. I mean, everybody knows somebody that's had cancer. And, you know, he's gotten over it. Good. That's great news. I'm glad he got over it. So, uh, but, I, you know, he just doesn't seem to have that power drive. You know, you lose a little bit. And as you get older, you lose a little bit. Well, as a matter of fact, this might be my last day. <laughs> let's, let's not say that. No, it's not my last day today. Not yet. Uh, but, you know, there it is. I mean, there it is. Little Belichick is outperformed by half a game. You know, you give him a half for a, for a tie, you give him a half a win, half a loss. So it's 26 and a half and 36 and a half to 27 and 36. 
again, I, I just would not have expected that from Bill. More so from Ron. But I hope Bill. he loses more. Oh, he's he's guaranteed to lose more. I <laughs> hope he loses against Pittsburgh tonight. The Thursday night game, I'm pulling for that. Well, I picked the Patriots this morning on Jamie's show, so I can't, I can't meet you there. Why are the Patriots going to win? Because Pickett's out. Because Bailey Zappi's good enough to beat <laughs> Trubisky. That's the it's, only reason. Why. Sounds like the sixth Marx brother, fifth Marx brother, Zippo and Marco, and uh, I mean Zippo and what was it? Uh, why am I forgetting? There was Chico Groucho. Zippo, who never, was, never really was in very many, and Harpo. It sounds like the quarterback for New England now, Zappo. <laughs> I know it's not with an O on the end. Anyway, they're uh, they're playing tonight, Pittsburgh and New England. New England's 2-10. and 10. Thank goodness I've lived to see this. Um, <laughs> really, last week, losing at home 6 to nothing. Then they play Kansas City at Denver at Buffalo in the Jets. They may win. They've won two all year. Maybe they win one more. That would be so three and thirteen. Dolphin Dave, you're up. What do you got, Dolphin Dave? Hey, I was just wondering if the over and under on tonight's game is like fifteen. Not only <laughs> it's in the thirties. It's like thirty three. Yeah, I got. I got. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen thirty three. I've seen thirty and a half and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, I just quick a little bit about uh, the Dolphins. Well, not so much the Dolphins, but the Forty Niners. Um, I I think. And I seriously, as we've gotten better and our defense is starting to get better, I think there's any team in the NFL we could beat. Now, the last three games we have this, this year are tough ones, so it's be interesting if I'm right or wrong. The only team that scares me, truly, truly scares me, and the only time we would beat them, I believe, would be in the Super Bowl, is San Francisco. That beatdown they gave on Philadelphia was just, not just impressive. It looked like Philadelphia was grasping air and they couldn't do anything. So I think, honestly, if we play our best games we could beat anybody but i'm telling you i'm philadelphia scared i mean san francisco scares the heck out of me well miami's got a, a, a good defense as well um they're they're number f- what four and two three fourth in the afc and uh seventh overall no, excuse well, me, excuse yeah. me. One, two, three, four, five, six overall, and they've got the number one offense in the National Football League by a wide margin. And your Dolphins can score points. This just in, three eighty four is what they put up, three eighty four, and I think one team has three eighty eight. Uh, Dallas has three eighty eight because of the plethora of points they put up lately. Uh, four home games in a row, north forty or north of forty. So there's a four point differential there. Uh, Dallas's defense has allowed two twenty, which is pretty impressive. Miami two sixty six. So they got the Dallas has the biggest point differential in the league. But uh, yeah, we'll see. San Francisco had that three game losing streak, but brother, they have bounced back. Go ahead. Uh, they look awful good. You know, I, I, I love McCaffrey as a running back. Uh, you know, Purdy as their quarterback. But the other thing I do like, yeah, they bounced back in that defense. You know, it's kind of, they were good. They lost those three games, and all of a sudden they became really good again. So that was basically my two cents for a Thursday morning big out. <laughs> well, y'all won't meet until the Super Bowl, like you said. So, no. uh, we'll be nice to be able to see that. Well, right now, if you look at the, um, uh, you take a gander, Miami's right now. The top seed in the uh, AFC uh, by virtue of their nine and three record, uh, 
uh, from Miami. Jacksonville's 8-4 for their loss. Baltimore's 9-3. They've got the nod on Baltimore because they're a conference, uh, a better conference record. And, of course, Kansas City's 8-4. and four. Uh, Jacksonville should be 9-3 and three and would have gone to the top if, if they don't sprain his ankle, uh, Trevor Lawrence's ankle, and they go on to win. Now, there's no guarantee they would have, but they, probably they would have. So, Jacksonville would have been 1, Miami 2, Baltimore 3, and Kansas City 4. Right now, Jacksonville, had you know, they went, it was shooting the moon. If they had won, they'd been number 1. If they lost, they went to number 4 seed. So, there you have well, it. My, my Christmas gift for my son this year is, if it's at 1 o'clock, uh, because it's New Year's Eve, the Baltimore-Miami uh, game. We're going up to Baltimore to watch the game. Oh, that'll be great. That's um, Yeah, the 31st, they're playing in Baltimore. And that, that could be yep. a t- that could be a playoff-type game in the sense that a uh, winner moves to one or maintains one if someone else doesn't sneak in, uh, like Jacksonville or Kansas City. you got to look at who, who's playing whom the rest of the way, the National Football League. Uh, Kansas City's remaining games are Buffalo this weekend at New England, Vegas at home, Cincinnati, and then the Chargers. Yeah. Again, if they don't win four or five of those games, and probably five, depends on what Buffalo team shows up, there ought to be an investigation. I agree. Yep, so I agree. Th- Although the only team that I don't want to say scares me, but has been, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is that, that Las Vegas team. You know, they can score some points, and then they can look like that, you know, they couldn't score against Little Sisters of the Poor. So, yeah, well, interesting thing. Run, so, run this one by the Little Sisters of the Poor. They're five and seven. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they can win. Big Al, I hope you have a wonderful day, sir. Hey, thank you for the call, Dolphin Dave. Always good to hear from you. Take care, my friend. All right. And Dolphin fans are flying high right now. This they should be. All right. We want to take a pause here to hear from our fine sponsors. And why not? Uh, this is why this they're the folks that keep us on the air. Without our fine sponsors, we wouldn't be here. And uh, I recommend you go see them. Tell them you heard me talking about them. Tell them you heard it on 106.1 ESPN. They will say, hey, what can we do for you? Glad, glad you're listening to 1061 ESPN. And what can we do for you today? Uh, for example, check out the Hondo's gift cards that they offer. You can buy at a discount $100, $75, and $50, all discounted. So go by there and say, I heard Al talking about discount on gift cards. What do you got? How much are they discounted? Discounted. Not discarded, that's for sure. Hondo's, Hondo's Steakhouse, of course, Innsbruck in the west end of Richmond. Stop out there and have some, well, have a great meal for one thing. All right, stay with us. We shall return right here on 106.1 ESPN. The Dallas Cowboys all season is 106.1 ESPN. Brought to you by Arthur's Electric and Park and Go. We gotta pick out some Christmas songs too. One of these days soon. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on it. I oh, I've no, been no, well, slacking I'll, I'll, on it. Well, we'll we'll pick something we both like. I'm kind of a right? Scrooge. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, you know you gotta pick. Do you like any? Do you like Christmas music or not? Uh, I can't I can't say that I do. It's the same songs. I'm 38 and it's 
38 times I've heard the same song in rotation at the same time. It's, it's just too much. Yeah. I like Christmas music. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I just do. I mean, I've always enjoyed it. Uh, Ashland, uh, the basketball game Friday night is Hampton Sydney at Randolph-Macon. And that's a rivalry. Uh, Randolph-Macon already crushed them in football this year. Uh, go Jackets. Then, of course, Cortland State. I, guess, I don't know if they just call them Cortland now. When I was up at Ithaca, it was Cortland State. Uh, the Jackets are, what, 14-0. and 0. And um, they are 13-0. and 0. Yes, they played 10 games in the season, not 11. They've won <coughs> three playoff games. Christopher Newport's uh, 28-20. Then Ithaca, what, 46 to nothing, I think it was. <coughs> And then John, Johns Hopkins last week, last second field goal, 39-36. Cortland comes in at 12-1. Uh, and one. So uh, this will be a big game. And I'm sorry, it doesn't sound like we'll get the coach on. I wanted to, but we couldn't get a hold. To, I mean, couldn't get it done. And uh, that's that's that. Unless I missed, like I say, unless I missed a email or a text. Um, so... That's that. The uh, Randolph Macon men's basketball team, as you know, won two years ago the Division Three national title and finished 33 and 1. That was the school's first na- ever national championship. And uh, they're 5 and 2 now, which is unusual because they usually only lose a few during the course of a year, two or three or four, something like that. So they play Ham Sydney Friday night. <clears throat> That'll be a sellout at Crenshaw. As will Day Field, I guess, at uh, um, the football field at Randolph-Macon. So there you have that. Um, the yeah, I was, We'll talk about this next hour. We're closing down this hour here very quickly. Um, and that is the, uh, the locals last night at basketball. We'll give you a little more detail on that. When we return from our top of the hour pause, and uh, Lancaster got us a uh, update this morning. Yes, sir, he does. And uh, then we have a couple sponsors to hear from, and we'll get after it here. It's uh, this. I mean, it, only football game tomorrow is Army Navy. That's the only one going. I think three thirty tomorrow, I believe, is game time for that. And last I checked, Army is a three point favorite over Navy. I'm not sure if they're playing this in Philadelphia or Baltimore or where exactly, but as usually, they played, I think, recently in Philadelphia, uh, sometime in Baltimore. They do not play at West Point or Annapolis. Uh, they want to keep it on a neutral field. And yeah, but they, they show out for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they do. You know you know what is uh, – my mother went to, to one of them when she was in college up outside Philadelphia a long time ago. So it was just great. It's just not long after the war, so it was great. All right, let's take a pause. We'll be right back. Let 